welcome to it to to the second episode this is our second episode right i don't i don't even know if we're releasing this in order but theoretically our second episode of the one hour one brain cell podcast um where we we spitball and talk about nothing for approximately an hour um because we already broke our own rule in the first episode and went over time (laughs) as is tradition we set an outline and then completely missed the target um yeah it's, do you want you want me? I'll I'll just introduce you. I'm gonna introduce my co-host Richie. Um, he has gotten a yellow flag, actually a yellow card, um, from VAR review from me before, uh, because he doesn't like hash browns. And the reason that it wasn't a red card is because he let me eat them. So that's it. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's my co-host on my right hand side. Can you take her higher? Her go go to karaoke song is higher by Creed. Always a pleasure to uh, BS with you for an hour. For approximately an hour. Disclaimer. <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> oh, no. Did I do okay yeah. with that? Did I do okay? You did great. Well, it, that's that's my current song. But I think we need to I think we need to actually do karaoke in order oh, to, to set that there. No, you can do it. I believe in you. you. You just need one person to believe in you. And that person is me, Richard. For people um, who are listening, they should have saw my my. Alice, can I describe my face? Can you just? Desc- I'm going to make the face again, so you can describe it to the listeners who aren't being. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I wish I could. It's he's covering his face, but underneath there's a deep, abject horror that's happening that you can't really convey through through audio, but you have to just imagine that he's he's mortified at that possibility but i might make him do it anyway so whatever it's what friends are for i don't see here's the thing like i've done i've gotten bet i'm not like stage fright i guess because i've done radio for so long that like it doesn't bother me as much as it used to so i can talk and on the on air in front of people and be perfectly fine but it is almost like a uh embarrassed for everybody else so like I'll sing in the car, right? I'll I'll sing along like with my friends if we're driving somewhere or whatever, right? At a concert, that type of thing. That's fine. But I I know I can't sing. Like I I can't I can't do it. So my biggest fear is not for embarrassing myself, which is perfectly fine. And as you know, I do it all the time, quite frankly. I I've embarrassed myself on air, off air, wherever it may be. But the thing is, like, I don't. I feel bad for the other people who are have, have to listen to me sing. I don't want to put them through that more so than me being super afraid of singing. I think you're overestimating the expectations of anybody that goes to a karaoke bar and is expecting good singing. <laughs> if you go to a karaoke bar and you're expecting good singing, that's on you because you're gonna get me up on stage just like giving some rendition of completely forgettable rendition of Hollaback Girl or something just based on the vibe that night. You know what I mean? Like just it's like it's like going to a bad movie and expecting good things. That it's just that doesn't work. It's not how it goes. <laughs> Cuz people are there to have a good time, right? They're there, they're drinking their whatever they're drinking, their mai tais, exactly. their exactly. frozen margaritas, whatever their their course lights, whatever they may be drinking. Whatever and they're there, to have, they're, now, they're there to have a good time. I don't want to ruin their good time. Okay, but there's there's a time and place for it. Uh, if you are at an Applebee's with a Touch Tunes 
and you decide to put Higher by Creed on the touch tunes and stand on a booth on Dollarita night and you sing, that's a different place than <laughs> karaoke bar on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m. when everybody's just there to have fun and have a good time and not judge. I'll let you do the Bradley Cooper part if you want to do Shallow together. I'll let you do the Lady Gaga part. That's how much I like you. I actually like that. That's a great song and a great movie. That's a great movie. That is a good movie. I was, I'd never seen the original um, mm-hmm. when, I, I. when I went into that movie, and I was shocked by the twist uh, in that movie, the the ending um, of that and how that went. I was like, oh. Dude, hmm. that, so that, I watched that movie for the first time on a plane. Mm-hmm. Don't remember where I was flying to. I think it was, I think actually, when did that movie come out? Like 2018? I think so. That sounds right. Ballpark. 2018. Because to the best of my recollection, let me see when it came out. I saw that. Oh, yeah. It came out in 2018. So I saw it in 2019 when I was flying to Nashville for the NFL draft. And I think I was flying out of Houston or something on my way there. So I had enough time to watch the entire movie and like get to the end. Wrecks you. Absolute wreck Mm -hmm. on on the flight, man. I was like, gah. That's kind of an that's kind of an all timer plane movie. I was talking to some people about this this week, and it's like movies that are really good to watch on a plane. And like up top of that list for me is like Crazy Rich Asians. That may not be everybody's. That may not be everybody's number one, but I feel like that's an all timer plane movie because like you don't need any real context to understand a lot of what's happening. It's like fly home and meet the parents for the first time, uh, but. One, it's a really great movie to like watch by yourself, watch with the sound on, watch with the subtitles on, but it may be even better over a stranger's shoulder without any sound on an airplane. That's my criteria for, for plane movies. Jurassic <laughs> World, I think, also kind of fits that. Uh, that's like a whole other discussion is, is mm-hmm. well, maybe we'll save, we'll put a pin in that discussion and we can talk about that on a future episode and we can talk about like what are your go-to like practices when you're flying anywhere because that's I like that I'm, a, I'm about to do a lot of flying lately so i'm gonna have some strong opinions on that yeah so like everybody has their thing that they do on flights to like keep them comfortable whatever to pass the time if they're anxious whatever whatever so let's put a pin in that for now and like maybe we can come we can come back to it um and i will add on to that by saying i've never seen crazy rotations that's a, good, that's a good one. I think you should. It's, I mean, it's enjoyable at least. And it's like not one that you necessarily have to be like all focused on. Like you can kind of like have it playing while you're doing something yeah. else and not miss. Uh, and not oh, miss God, it. what I happened there? You, I told you it was going to do that. Well, I'm using my phone <laughs> as my webcam and she's throwing a fit right now, but we're good. Well, if I hit my desk hard enough, which is going to happen because I'm mm-hmm. undiagnosed ADHD and can't. When I still. inevitably make you angry from something I say. When I just when I slam my fist real hard on this desk, that webcam is going down. It's and you're going to all see and hear it happen in real time. As long as you have yeah. a case, case on your phone, you're good. I do. I am not um, a I am not a caseless phone person. I had to go without one for maybe 15 minutes. Horrifying. I'm so afraid for you. I'm so afraid for you. I had to go without one for maybe 15 minutes when I bought this new phone Mm -hmm. uh, in the time it took me to go from the T-Mobile store at the mall to the Best Buy at the mall. And I was scared the whole time. It was in my pocket. I didn't even take it out. I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not measuring it. I'm not looking at it. I can't take it out because I will drop it. That's it. 
I'm, I don't trust myself. Well, I don't know if it's that I don't trust myself or just that I know myself too well. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe that's, maybe that's a different, it's a different story, but I know I'm lucky. I've gone caseless for like a year now and I've dropped in a few times and I have like one little crack in the corner. Mm. You can't tell. See, I would knock, I on, wood. On, I would knock on wood for you, but it'll make my phone fall off again. <laughs> so I can't do that. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have to do it for me. I can knock on this wall, but that's knock on drywall doesn't really. I don't want to do it. I did it on this side because on this side I, there's another apartment right next door. You so have neighbors. Just, yeah. just knock real hard on that wall and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even talk to my neighbors. I don't even know. I barely see any of them. And I don't want to do that. I want to piss them off. So we're good. Yeah, I don't know who's on this side of me, but this is they're getting the whole podcast experience along with everybody else right now so i hope i hope my neighbors are enjoying this i'm just picturing for yes i'm I'm just picturing somebody just like chilling on their couch and and they're watching like the afternoon nfl games and they're like these games are crap so i'm just gonna mute the tv and do whatever and then they hear your half of the podcast and not what i'm saying that's so true or or they just hear me in this room with my my telecaster making a racket playing the same part of like master of puppets over and over again because i can't (laughs) get through the intro they just hear me practicing the same but they're like oh my god can you pick a different song it's like we get it this is supposed to be our holiday episode this is we're doing a really good job of promoting that part of it. Um, for for the listeners at home, Richie is wearing a holiday sweater. Um, I have completely dropped the ball and have have nothing. Everything's at home with my parents. Um, I have a holiday blanket on the chair behind me, so you can you can visualize that if you're an audio listener. But just know that I I really did drop the ball, and you all can complain in our comments about it because I deserve it. I do. Ho- this is ho- our holiday episode, so we're segueing. Go. Uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about first? Oh, um, should we go with uh, coming up? We Jordan and I both watched a Hallmark holiday movie that's hockey related, and so we are going to review that movie in depth. I'll just give everybody a little bit of a tease for what's coming up. Um, I made an entire sheet of notes for a Hallmark movie. Which I had way too much fun watching for that that's, reason. That's how seriously we take this, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. If we don't mess doubt, around. We don't mess around. Then don't doubt our commitment to this podcast because Richie hand wrote notes about a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. Speaking of holiday movies, um, let's let's dive into our go-to holiday movies. I, I feel like this comes up every year in every conversation and every either podcast, radio show, and this always comes up. I have my go-to, um, and I think you know what it is. <laughs> I might. I don't. I don't want to guess because I'm going to embarrass myself if I get it wrong. But let's let's hear it. Let's chat about. It. Well, and I think the reason it comes up so much is because everybody feels very strongly one way or another. Yes. And I think that just has to do with Christmas or like the holidays in general. Mm-hmm. This is the same reason we listen to like Christmas songs. I'm gonna make this it's a like, show and tell. I'm gonna make this a show and show tell. tell. You can continue to talk and set up what we're gonna talk about, and I'm gonna go grab this particular movie. So Do it. keep talking. Perfect. Okay. I'm I'm leading now. This is oh no. Um I do. I feel like that you can stop me if I'm wrong, audience, but I feel like 
a big reason why we feel so strongly about like Christmas opinions, like movies or songs or anything like that is just because we're like trying to recapture that like nostalgia, that like magic of it when we were kids and just, you know, like keep it together and just, you know, we all have memories attached to certain things. Um, I'm just going to start telling stand-up comedy jokes while Richie's gone. Oh, thank God. Uh, you're back. Because I was like, <laughs> wouldn't so, that be how funny about airplane if, food? Wouldn't that be funny if I just... Because I have my AirPod in, so I was listening to you the left. entire time. You just left. <laughs> you were just, like, oh no. I just went into the other room and just played one massive practical joke on you. And I just, just like hung out. The whole time. I just hung out in my in my living room. Um, keep watching NFL on my phone while you're just rambling, talking. But no, but I feel like, like I feel like you would blow it because I, I would say something and you would be laughing from the other room. I'd be like, "You get back here right now." <laughs> I know you're not. No, you're not busy. No, you were like you came back like hustle, and I was like, "Oh, thank God," because I was about to be like so. I was oh, worried there food. for a second because I couldn't find it initially. I, I have I wasn't all worried. my I have all of my Blu-rays like in my in a um a bookcase basically and there's some parts of it that don't have any room to like put them like this way next to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And so I'll st- I went I'll stack them and I I have them in the same spot I have my vinyl records and so for a second I couldn't find it. I was like what did I do with it? I don't see it anywhere. And I was, I had a little bit of a panic. I was like, what did I, what did I do? I know it's here. It's easy to find. I actually watched them. Yeah. Spoiler, it's an entire series. And, uh, <laughs> and so I know they're there and I know I, I have them, but I couldn't find it. But luckily I didn't leave you hanging for too long. You're like, oh, so- who's, who's panicked? I wasn't panicked. Whoosh, like as I wipe sweat <laughs> off my forehead, like that could have gone so much worse. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'm hopefully please don't ever do that to me either because if there's one thing I do not like doing it's vamping by myself like I have I have all the utmost respect in the world for hosts of sports talk radio shows that do the thing Mm. entirely on their own and they're just talking to a microphone by themselves for three hours I'm like see I I also because it's either a rejected stand-up comedy special or um incapable of normal social interaction and it's it's always one of those two extremes but i never know which one is going to switch on in the back of my head uh if you if you leave me alone with a microphone for too long so thank god it was the first one (laughs) all right luckily i wasn't gone for too long i found what i was looking for what do we got so you know that this is my favorite christmas movie because i own it There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the people at home, this is this is Die Hard, the collection. The collection. Damn right. There's, how many are in there? Three or five? This is all five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Argue your stance for the people. Why is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay. Every year I have the same one. So I have feel like I have this entire 35-minute bit lined up. So you can just like mute your mic and like drink some, drink your coffee and just like hang out for like half an hour while I why I rant about this. Okay. Perfect. Let's go. This is the most hands-off. Okay, so here we go. Let's start um with the with the plot of the movie. Okay. So the plot of the movie is that John McClane, he is a New York City police detective. And John McClane 
is in yeah from new york city okay the plot entire movie takes place in los angeles so here's the question why is john mcclain a new york city cop why is he in los angeles that doesn't make much sense he doesn't have any reason to be in los angeles when he's a new york city cop well he's in los angeles because he's there to see his family for christmas and so he goes out to la because of Christmas, number one. So the movie doesn't happen at all if Christmas never takes place, okay? If it's not... If, Hold on, let me, I'm going to take some notes here. Go ahead. No, keep going. Yeah, if it's, set in, if it's set in July, if it's set in July, okay, the movie, the movie never happens, okay? okay. So uh, it has to take place at Christmas time. Uh-huh. And one of the first songs we hear in the movie is... Christmas and Hollis. Okay. So we have Christmas music playing throughout the entire movie. If it wasn't a Christmas movie, they'd be playing other music. Uh-huh. It wouldn't be a Christmas soundtrack. It's a Christmas soundtrack. Okay. Mm-hmm. The entire movie takes place at Nakatomi Plaza. Mm-hmm. Why are they there at Nakatomi Plaza in the middle of the night on Christmas? It's because it's a Christmas party. And that's oh why the entirety. The entirety of the movie is taking place in Nakatomi Plaza because I was, trying, I was trying so hard to take notes the whole time and my pen isn't working, so it ruined my whole bit. It's okay because it was I was being distracted as hell trying to I should have just closed my eyes and Number then one, kept going because I'm like rambling here, but um so it's a Christmas party, okay? That's the only reason that um Hans Gruber is there. And the entire movie plot from forward happens is because it's a Christmas party because everybody's there. If it wasn't a Christmas party and nobody was there at night, then it would have been easy peasy, no John McClane. Plot of the movie never happens. Okay? So, oh, also, later in the movie, we get, uh, we have where John McClane kills the guy and then he puts him in the elevator, sends him down the elevator. Ding! Elevator opens. Dude has a dude has a sweater on it and it says, ho, 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 I have a machine gun. Okay. Right. Christmas. Everything in this movie is related to Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. I'm trying so hard to make this pen work. <laughs> End of story. The whole time. End of story. I did a terrible job explaining that because you were distracting me the entire time. <laughs> No, you, you did a you good really job of doing are. it. So I did a terrible job of explaining that. But that's no, why it's a Christmas really, movie. You really sold your point. I'm with you. I have a I have a book at home. I was given it as a as a white elephant gift one year. Uh, and it's like the diehard children's book. That's like a diehard Christmas. <laughs> that's a thing. If you have if you have friends yes. or family who look, go look that up because it's a cool gift. So that's my one seed. That was oh, so good. And that's not even a joke. It's not even a joke. And it's a really great movie, too. It's probably still, to this day, the best action movie ever made. And uh, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber is top-notch. Top-notch. And even, and, and you've probably seen this on Facebook or wherever. It's an ad that pops up, and it's a countdown. It's a, uh, what Advent? Is that what they call them? Advent calendars? Yeah, the little, like, it's the ones with the little boxes that you like open them yeah, up. Yeah, it's an advent like, yeah. calendar of Hans Gruber falling from Nakatomi I have, Plaza. I have seen that. I like those. Those are fun. Genius. Die Hard One Seed. Very smart. Very smart. Die Hard One Seed. I like that. I'm um, 
I'm a uh, the Grinch one seed. Um, both versions, though, which is my condition, because as a kid, we always watched the the cartoon version, mm-hmm. and there was a there's a stipulation that was like we all had to sit down and watch the Grinch and get through the Grinch before we were allowed to like open a gift or like do anything. And I didn't come to realize this until later, but the cartoon version, like the original Dr. Seuss one is like at most 30 minutes long, but that felt like the longest, that felt like 30 years as a kid when you're like staring at the Christmas tree and like all the stuff under it Mm -hmm. and you're like trying to decide what you were going to pick and what you're going to open first. And it 30 minutes was an eternity. Um, But as an adult, it's the Jim Carrey Grinch movie because that movie gets funnier as an adult because there are jokes in it that you you simply don't grasp the weight of as a child uh, that that are just so much funnier as an adult. And my dad and I love that movie. We we inevitably end up watching that movie like every year. And I, I think parts of it are seared into the surface of my brain like a Thanksgiving turkey. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. It's like, I, what was it? It's like, I called you first. <clears throat> the the bit where he's like, he's going over his whole schedule. It's like four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, solve world hunger. Tell no one. <laughs> Nine o'clock, stare at the ceiling and slip slowly into madness. I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> if I move, if I move the loathing to eight thirty, no. Yeah. Uh, first of all, and I, I agree with you. Great movie. I actually used to have the soundtrack to that movie on CD. Very good. I think I bought um, the Faith Hill version of "Where Are You Christmas" uh, on at least iTunes or, what, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. It was probably, honestly, for how long ago it was, it was probably like Napster or like LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do agree with you that uh, that's that was usually on our our list as a family too. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Jim Carrey, Grinch, and then um, in addition to that, we also uh, Christmas Vacation, also top notch every year. Also, always a good one. Yep. And um, here's a here's a hot take. One for me is um, the Sound of Music. It doesn't. It's not technically a Christmas movie, but it just became a thing that we started watching like around mm. Christmas. But like you have to be prepared for this because it's it's like three hours long. If it's not over three hours, it's like three hours long uh, and it's a musical. So don't go into this blind if you've never seen The Sound of Music and and, and expect like a holiday movie. It's not. It's not. It's most certainly not. But it became like a Christmas movie for for my family and I. Also, we we love Julie Andrews in this household. Mm-hmm. So, I have a confession. Please don't tell me you've never seen it, Richie. I'm gonna have to add another thing to your list. I've I've never seen Sound of Music, Richard. <laughs> Richard, no. Not a bit. I've never no. seen Sound of Music. Not a bit. Oh. Okay, uh, now you have to riff. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, yeah. So I've I don't know why I've never seen Sound of Music. Uh, Jordan has left the room. See, this is the thing. See, I come with my hot takes, and then Jordan gets angry at me, and then she just leaves. 
which is very sad. I don't, I didn't mean to make. I will put it on my list and I will watch it. Okay, will I get you to come back? Like, Jordan's not you... angry with you. I'm making sure that you've seen it because I own this on DVD. Oh, so we we both came with show and tell. I love that. <laughs> I own this on DVD. <laughs> it is a it is a dual disc with the booklet with the bonus features. That's how serious this is. <laughs> I don't know. I my family wasn't a big musical family, so we never like we didn't we never watched Sound of Music. Uh, the other like singing in the rain, any of those. You hadn't seen Mamma Mia until recently. Correct. Never seen Mamma Mia either. The only you know what's funny? Rough. The only one I remember watching when I was younger that was like a musical is um, Sweeney Todd. The Johnny Depp one. Yes, that's a good one. I only liked it because it was like the only reason I wanted to watch it and was interested in it, in it at all is because it was like like more horror theme so it mm-hmm. was like it was like cool like it was more my vibe at the time sure but i will no, i will do no my chicago, best to no chicago i hadn't seen chicago until three years ago two chicago years ago. i feel like is the is the the safe entry one for people it's either like chicago or mama mia as far as movie musicals go and then then you start tipping into like Moulin Rouge, uh, you tip into Les Mis if you're committed because that movie's like three hours long. Uh, also, it's it's horrifying. Uh, the sound of music is for for dedicated individuals. Um, yeah, My Fair Lady. Yeah, but like the the gateway drug movie musicals are like Chicago and Mamma Mia. And now that you've seen the first Mamma Mia, you can see the second and appreciate yes, it. Yes, I've se- I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did see it. I was very bummed, however, and you did warn me about this that uh, Meryl Streep is like barely in it because it's like a prequel. I was like, mm-hmm. "Dang it! Come on, Mamma Mia yeah. three, make it happen, and bring bring back Meryl Streep, please." Thank you. Yep, that's this is our public petition. That's the only thing. reason we started this podcast is just for that. That's we we needed a platform to advocate for Mamma Mia three. Exactly. Don't get any. Don't get any reservations. Don't be like, well, why do they start the show? No, we started it just so we could speak into the ether and get the petition going to bring back Meryl Streep for Mamma Mia three. It's true. We want we want the whole cast back. By the way, we want all of them. Everybody, make it a four Everybody. hour movie. Make yeah, it. I, who cares? Who cares if it's <laughs> if it's a four hour movie? Split it into two parts. Like it's like Mission Impossible, like part one and two. Definitely mm-hmm. Hallows Part One and Two. Who cares? Mama Mia mm-hmm. Three, Mama Mia Four. I'm there. <laughs> Turn it into a horror franchise halfway through. I don't care. I will be seated with popcorn, which is that I also uh, red flagged you for that because yeah. you're not a popcorn guy. Nope not at uh, not not at the movie theater, at least. I'll eat but it mo- like at home. Movie sometime. theater popcorn is so much better than at home popcorn, and I can it say is. that because I worked at a movie theater, so I know the secrets. I don't disagree with you at all. It's the only reason I do not, but I, I'm usually, I don't usually uh, buy anything at movies, which is strange. I know I'm weird. I, if I go to the movies, I go to the movie and that's it. I never buy anything. Sometimes I'll buy. That means you're giving $0 to the movie theater. That's correct. That's the last time I did that. I actually bought something was uh, 
exactly what you're drinking out of right now, which is hmm. the Taylor Swift cup. And that's it. Oh, a little product placement. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that was where that was going. I'm good at that. We can say. <laughs> but, but the thing is, uh, I, I went to go see the movie. I went to go see the Aris term movie with, with my best friend, Corey and m- me being me and Corey being Corey, we had to uh, up the ante a little bit. So I bought uh, like, we're because we're teenagers. Apparently I bought <laughs> jack daniels shooters with us into the movie pre-gaming the eras tour movie yes and so we had um we both had double shots of jack in our our coke that we had while watching the movie and the funny part about that is it was a pretty packed theater uh there was a guy like sitting next to Corey, and so when we go and she breaks these out of out of out of her purse the guy the guy sitting next to Corey is just looking at us and nodding along laughing like good for you guys <laughs> good for you so good for you how was how was your theater by the way i think i asked you this but i don't i don't remember like did you guys go opening opening day opening night yeah we went uh saturday night we went saturday night and it was great it was uh, everybody was like respectful like we didn't have anybody be jerks or anything and like people were standing up like from song to song everybody was like singing along um, we had people doing one, two, three, let's go, bitch. Uh, we had all those kinds of things. Um, and, it, and it was terrific. I loved it. It was, I was like kind of worried, like what the crowd would kind of be like, but uh, it was great. There was like, there was like two little girls. They were probably, I don't know, three or four years old. And they had, they were like dressed up in like little like uh, dresses with like, uh, like lights on them. It was, it was super cute. And uh, it was, a, I had a great time. Good. Yeah, my I I think because I went twice. I ended up going twice. And the my first night that I went was opening night and like everybody that was there was like there for the experience and was like, like you said, singing, dancing, standing up. We had a girl in the front row. I she will never find this, but we had, we had a girl in the front row that had a blanket with her. It was like a jumbo blanket. And there's that bit in August where she like has that choreography with the really like flowy dress. And she was in the front doing the choreography with her blanket, like a dress. And it was, it was magnificent. And it was, but that was like the general vibe of the whole thing was like pretty, pretty solid. Now that we, now that we've derailed on Taylor, which is (laughs) probably going to happen about every every episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so true. Knowing us, we're going to. We're going to derail into either Taylor Swift or Boy Genius, like pretty much every episode. So just mm-hmm. stay posted for that. But I guess related, uh, we can, yep, we love, in this household, we, we appreciate Julian Baker. Um, we could we could segue with, with music into this. What is your, what's your Christmas music take? Do you, are you before, before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, or like. You, you the, might as well you know, just le- get up out of your chair and leave again, because I'm not, okay. I'm not going to. I'm pretty sure I've discussed this with you at some point. Not a Christmas music guy. All right, it's been it's been nice, guys. Um, thanks for thanks for listening. This is that's it. <laughs> We're done here. I don't know why we started the show. If I just this is what I do. This is the only. I'm just I'm just I'm just here to get under your skin. We've and already like- beefed on two fundamental topics so far in our two episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, here's a here's a fun one for you. I, I think you can appreciate this even if you're not a Christmas music guy, because I found this on on Twitter um, on X, 
whatever. I, I found this on the internet um, this week. I had never heard of it. It's called uh, Whamageddon. Are you familiar with, with Whamageddon? Does this have to do with George Michael? It does have to do with George Michael, which is my favorite kind of thing. But um, Whamageddon is apparently it's a game. I don't know whether it's formal or informal, but people try and go from like December 1st until the 24th at midnight or the 25th, whichever way that you play the game, without hearing the song Last Christmas by Wham. Um and I am participating this year because I just learned about it. And so far, I haven't broken my streak yet. Um, but I'll, I'll let you know how far I get because I feel like that's that's kind of a task. Like, I'm going to be somewhere and hear it and have to run out of the room. Like, does that count? Do you have to have you have to have like a certain time limit of exposure to it in order for it to count? I, I feel like well, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I feel like if it plays at all, you lose. So if you're out in public and you're at your local grocery store or wherever you are and it plays, you lose. So I'm so, but you're but you're way around one day and lose the game. Your way your way around that is um, wear AirPods at the grocery store. And so if it plays, you're none the wiser. What if you hear it and it leaks through your AirPods? I'm just, we're trying to find ways to circumvent wham. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm going to throw that. I'm going to throw that to our fourth official up in the broad, in the booth uh, for VAR. That, that's, <laughs> that would have to go to review. <laughs> that's under official review. Yeah. We have to, we have to wait on that. All right. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll take the lead on this. I love Christmas music. I do. Uh, but I am a after Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas music is allowed. I am not a, I'm not a before thanksgiving because i think thanksgiving needs its time it, need, it needs its time to shine it needs its time to breathe um you have to you know dedicate dedicate some energy to that holiday otherwise it defeats the purpose um so yeah post post thanksgiving dinner is usually my like first play on mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you that's usually my go-to you hear that like first note you're like it's it it's time She's she's defrosted. She's thawed. She's ready to go. I was actually at my I was went to, when I was at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. My mom had Christmas music playing. I think that's right. allowed. If that's if that's, that's a choice, I think that's that's allowed. fair. That's very. Yeah. Fair. I, I that's my that's like I think Thanksgiving is like the time to start playing it before yeah, that's a little much. That's where that line is. It's like Thanksgiving dinner is that line of, of I texted. There. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Did I text you that too? Did I text? Yes. Okay. I did. I texted you. Uh, I went into my kitchen at my place of employment and this was on November the 10th. Okay. And I said, and I sent you a video of Christmas music already playing at the radio station on November the 10th. And I, and I was like, it keeps getting earlier and earlier every year because mm-hmm. you're very familiar, I'm sure. One of the local radio stations here always plays Christmas music and that's all they play. And it's like, and they just get bonkers. People love listening to this. And so like, I swear earlier and earlier, they make a big deal every year of starting the Christmas music rotation. And it's gotten earlier and earlier and earlier and 
every year. I've been working there for 10 years almost. And it just gets earlier and earlier and earlier. And this year it was the first week in November. <laughs> I was like, Jeez. You might, you might not know this if you weren't like a big Christmas music guy, but do you, do you know Delilah? Like, Christ- uh, oh yeah. Delilah. Yeah. She was a oh, DJ. My- yeah. 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 Uh huh. So yeah. Delilah, I think I saw, I think it was on TikTok. God bless that, that particular corner of the internet. But I saw Delilah used to do the most out of pocket stuff. And, and people were like, we were recapping this on TikTok, but it was like people used to call in and like tell their like Christmas story or like whatever it was, or, you know, ask for like, you know, please dedicate a song to like, I don't know, my my uh, husband, who's like a you know long distance trucker or, you know, whatever. And like we always spend Christmas together and he can't be home for the holidays or like whatever it was. But it was always this like slightly sad Christmas story. And Delilah had the I swear she probably just had a button for this song. And she was like, well, I mean, that's that's like all very touching. And like, I hope you have a really happy holidays. Um Here's a song that I picked just for you. And it was always that Christmas shoes song. Do you know that one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. my it's good gracious. the saddest damn song in the history of it mankind. Is. But Delilah was always out here do- like dedicating that Christmas shoes song to somebody. And I was like, don't do that. If I call in, if I overcome my stage fright long enough to call into a radio station and at- and like spill my life story to all these strangers that are listening and you dedicate the Christmas shoes song to me, I would rather be duct taped and thrown into the river. <laughs> Like, like what? Delilah really out of pocket, out of pocket, Delilah. Not that's actually pocket. a really hilarious bit. Actually, that's that's really funny. That's really- <laughs> it's like maybe that's what we should do. Is we should just we'll just traumatize people with this. You're like, wow, thanks for calling in. Anyway, here's the saddest song I can think of. <laughs> like, we'd really love it if you played. Um, it's like my husband's. You know, my, my wife's favorite song is like. I don't know what's an upbeat christmas song um like like i saw mommy kissing santa claus also derailing on that one because did you think too did you think too that that the kid's mom was cheating on dad with santa claus yeah isn't that no the, it's the, the whole, whole point of the song the whole point is that the dad is dressed up like santa claus it's oh. the dad the whole time it's not like she's cheating on him with santa Time out. Time, no time out. out. No time out. We're time through out. this. No. Time out. No. I am Where's 32 years old. I will be 33 in short order. Where's my flag? Flag on the play. How did I not know this? This is yeah. that's crap. No. Explain yourself. That's total. First, I haven't no. heard the song in a while, but I used to hear it all the time, obviously, back in the day, because my mom would have Christmas music all the time. I had no idea. I'm so I'm confused. So, I'm, I'm gonna so start. So this is gonna be glad. like my like random bar fact. I start throwing out to people. I'm so so glad that we got that reaction on camera because I <laughs> I thought you knew. It, listen, this was a fairly recent discovery for me too. But yeah, the whole time I was like, wow, like mom is really out here like ditching ditching dad for Santa. But the whole point is like the dad is dressed up like Santa Claus. <laughs> the fact I'm that. Gonna- I'm going to ask Delilah to dedicate that song to you. Yes. <laughs> the fact that 
we listen to that song as children and that's our thought is that wait why is why is mom why is she kissing santa and not dad what you know because, like that's our thought because we thought of santa as a separate individual yes yeah that's true that's that true is, that's true i had no idea this is my mind is blown by this i had this is incredible this is why you listen to the show ladies and gentlemen you learn something new every week and that's what i learned you you learned something yeah it's wow rishi really learned something this week can i this, it's not my one brain cell moment but can i nominate that for the one brain cell award this week uh, you, can, you can spill your own brain cell, but I'm just I'm just putting that out there that like that might be the winner, depending on what you have to offer later. Yeah, I, I have something else for later on. I don't think that counts because I can't I'm not the only one that didn't know that. I wanna I, I wanna hear from the listeners. If you if you didn't if you thought that, if you were like mom is cheating on dad with Santa Claus, please write in. Please write into the show. We, anyway, uh, happy happy holidays from Delilah. We can we 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 also accept letters. You can send letters. We do, we do address them to um, Santa Claus at the one North Pole. Um, why are you doing that to all these poor children? Oh no! I'm oh, I have on one the, last point on, on the Christmas music before we before we move on to our next thing. Go. My biggest problem with Christmas music is that it's uninventive. Does that make sense? Like it's the same. Yeah. Songs, the same 10 songs that are just re-recorded by every artist in the world. And so that just gets really annoying. So like if there's um, an original Christmas song, then like, okay, that's that's okay. Like uh Tis the Damn yeah, um, Season. Christmas Great. Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift would like a word. Um in the parking lot after Christmas dark. Christmas Tree Farm. Great. I actually I, I quick story. Uh, when we were recording, uh, we were uh, doing Speed Freaks this week, and I was getting set up. And before you know the show, um, Kenny was playing Christmas or had the Christmas series station on, whatever. And Christmas Tree Farm came on. And I was and I, I will give Kenny credit. I was like, Kenny, do you know who this song is? Do you know who? This? And he knew immediately that it was Taylor. I was like, All right, well done. But so I don't know. What- I th- I think we can we can you know use that to to circle back like you know per my last email style like any movie can be a christmas movie if you associate it with like a christmas memory does that make sense like the yes. sound of music is not a christmas movie but like because we always watch it around the holidays it like has become a christmas movie mm-hmm. like tis the damn season is not technically a christmas song but it can be like you you associate it with that mm-hmm. so i think within reason like nobody's out here listening to anaconda by Nicki minaj and being like christmas <laughs> and if you are please be our friend because you sound like fun <laughs> so that's my that's my gripe is that christmas music hasn't been invented in 60 years and it's all the same stuff mostly i'm, I'm okay with that i'm okay with that gripe but i i still think you need to broaden your horizons because the rest of us in in burlington <laughs> berkeley and cambridge <laughs> would like a talk all right, uh, we have we are running out of time in the show to do what we were supposed to do, which is talk about this Hallmark movie. Um, rapid fire, rapid fire. We have to. Uh, I have to call a quick timeout. I wish we had a commercial break. We don't because I have to pee like crazy. Maybe we'll edit this out. Maybe we don't. I don't know. We'll I'll I'll be the commercial break. All right, cool. You go. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, have fun. All right, I make sure I. Yeah. Have fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna ASMR my way through this. Um, while Richie's gone, 
I would just like to air out some of my other grievances about him um, during during this holiday season. Um, Richie one time, he's not going to know any of this is in here until he gets back. This is so great. Richie one time, um, uh, we, we bickered about this. He uh, likes to sit in the back of the plane, even when given a choice, like on, you know, on Southwest, how you like board yourself. He likes to sit in the back of the plane. First of all, red flag, um, because you're like last to get off. Uh, second of all, red flag, because who wants to sit near the airplane bathroom, especially on like a long flight? Anyway, that's a red flag about him. Another red flag about him is that um, he's never seen The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and every time I catch him not seeing an essential Meryl Streep movie, I assign him what we call a Hail Meryl, which is that um, he has to go back and retroactively watch that movie and then let me know what he thinks about it. So he's he's currently working on at least a couple of Hail Merrills. Um, what else is a red flag about him? This is gonna be so fun for him to edit later. Let's do, oh no, he's back. Shh, everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. You know what's great? I heard all mm. of that. No. <laughs> Who takes their AirPods to the bathroom? Red flag. <laughs> red flag. Where is it? Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. <laughs> Throw on the flag. That's I love you that this entire podcast is was literally just invented as like an Aryan grievances every week. It is. This is it's we, our um our festivist tradition, the annual airing of grievances. So I heard I heard all of that and the, I I kept the airpod on me because I wanted to hear I, so when I came back I knew what was happening and like just in case something important came up I was like oh cool that's no, happening. I, I really thought I was going to get away with that. That's, I guess that's my own fault. <laughs> All that staying in the show. 110%. Oh, perfect. All right. Um, I will. Um, I'm not, we're running out of time here. We can, I will, we'll do, cause we had the airplane etiquette. We'll, we'll do that on the next show. Cause we, we, we teased we need, that we earlier. Need an we need an airplane episode. We need an air travel episode. Cause we could, we could yell about that for a while. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then we can do, uh, Concert. I know you didn't mention concert etiquette. We talked a little bit. On the That's also episode, a good one. Yeah. But we can do that. We'll do that a little bit later on. What? Oh, uh, you mentioned the Meryl Streep thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I haven't seen Devil Wears Prada. Amazing. I know. Hurts. I'm. Hurts. I'm working my way through it. I've seen Mamma Mia. Um. So we're we're there. I watched Mamma Mia. Uh, Mamma Mia is not an exhausted list. I watched um. Uh, one with Bruce Willis. What was it called? The one with Bruce Willis. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but I watched oh that one too. Gracious. Yeah, he's yeah. on a couple of Hail Merrills, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But speaking of speaking of movies, not Die Hard. Speaking of movies <laughs> that are not Die Hard, <laughs> um, a task that we assigned ourselves for this week, uh, just a particular brand of misery, is that we decided that we would watch a Hallmark movie and review it. Um, and because we're both hockey people, we picked a hockey-centric movie. Not the latest one to be released, apparently, which is kind of horrifying that there's more than one, but uh, what is it called? Taking a Shot at Love? Taking a Shot at Love. Okay. And I told Richie I was going to save this for the podcast. Um, we we did not purchase this movie. <laughs> I will tell you that much. <laughs> tell you that much. He's laughing because he already knows. Um, but <laughs> I was trying to watch this movie... And it kept the the site that we got it from. It was on YouTube. 
um, YouTube, please don't take it down or like find that person. But it kept zooming in and zooming out every couple of seconds. <laughs> and it was just like a bad advertisement because it would be it would be like looking at this lady and then all of a sudden it's so close up. The shot is so close up and it doesn't have anything to do with what's happening. The first couple of times I was like, maybe this is an editing choice, but then it just kept happening. I was like, oh, this is this is unwatchable. And the movie is an hour and like 23 minutes. I was like 45 seconds in, like, I'm not going to be able to finish this. So I texted Richie. I was like, SOS, is it zooming in randomly for you too? Because it's like become a sitcom episode, essentially. <laughs> and now I kind of want to go back and watch it that way and just see what it randomly zooms in on, which I feel like you can make a fun game of. But um, we did. We watched this whole thing, and Richie took notes like extensively. Should, yeah, I did because show the notes I have to the people. My memory is garbage, so if I, I goldfish brain, yeah. Um, so like, especially when it comes to consuming any type of media, I I have no memory. Like, if I I could watch a movie like this one and try to recall different particular things that happened in the movie. Like if you made reference to them, and I wouldn't remember. Like for like both of us have seen the Marvels recently. Great Love the movie. movie. Great movie, by the way. Eleven out of ten. Go see it. We want that movie to make more money, so we can get more. We do. We do. And don't don't listen to the silly people on the internet that don't have a good reason to to not to make you not like that movie. Go see that movie. Exactly. So like we, you could yeah. reference a particular scene in that movie, and I wouldn't remember it. And there's a couple scenes that I remember, but like. Outside of the couple scenes, you could reference something, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't remember it," because I need to watch things or consume things multiple times in order to remember them. Yeah, collectively, we have the object permanence of like a two-year-old. Uh, <laughs> like, it's like peekaboo. Like, you cover my eyes, I'm like, "Well, they're gone." <laughs> <laughs> it's like like you hang up on FaceTime with your family and just start screaming because you're like, well, they're gone forever. Object permanence. <laughs> so that's yeah. So that's that explains why it. I took very extensive notes. Oh, and so you can, good. And you can the see them there. The handwriting is a little suspect, but let's, you can't let's see read, what you got written down. You can't read any of that. So um, I decided to take notes on this particular movie in a very certain way. I decided to assign red and green flags to. Okay bits and pieces of the movie. So mm -hmm. would you like me to go through? Cause I did them in order of the movie. So would you just like me to go through my entire note section here and just do react to it or. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll just, I'll just riff on it. Cause I, I have a more, I have a more general take on this. And I think we should preface it by saying like, we watched this because we're both hockey people. We watched this with sort of the, the expectation that we were going to try and poke holes in this thing. And like, <laughs> tear it apart you know what i mean but like a lot of people put a lot of work into this movie and i feel like it's important to acknowledge that but like some of it was actually not horrible that was like my overall take on it is like there were a couple of points where i was like this is actually okay like i'm having a decent time watching this and then some of it was like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, not not so good so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you take the lead and okay. I'll, I'll just yeah, riff, so I'll, I'll riff on I'll you riff very generally Normally, movies like this, I can't stand. I'm, mm -hmm. I, it's not my thing. Do not consume. Do not recommend. Yeah, we would However, never. We never voluntarily like scroll through the movie list yeah. and like pick this one. No. Yeah. 
However, all things considered, I've seen a lot worse. Okay. This was like the most vanilla story in the history of mankind. The actors are actually really good and like they're actually quite like actually quite likable. There were no surprises. The whole time you knew exactly where it was going. It was a straight line all the way through. Yeah. The the only yeah, and and uh like I TV shows I've seen that are worse, production mm-hmm. values, etc. Mm-hmm. etc. Perfectly fine, babe. Sure. If it's your thing. But let me go through it. Let me start from the top here and we'll go through um the entire movie. Uh synopsis of the movie, he's a hockey player, she's a dance instructor, he gets hurt, he needs help rehabbing. Dancer shows him how to rehab his messed up ankle and and also how to rehab his heart. Yes. And they fall in love. That's uh, that's the Richard synopsis. <laughs> it's a straight line. That plot is exactly. So okay. uh, I'm going to read this verbatim what I wrote in order here. Let's this is going to be great. Uh, challenge for me to actually read my handwriting. Here we go. That's what I was going to say. Is I was like reading it straight through. That's the biggest challenge. So I had to write down the characters' names because <laughs> I don't know if I could tell you the guy's real first name. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, because I wouldn't have remembered either. So the girl's name is Jenna. Um, the guy's name is Ryan Cooper, affectionately referred to by his teammates as and fans as Coop. Coop plays for the New York Rangers, which we know very well because he is wearing New York Rangers apparel ninety percent of the movie. Because the whole time, it's pretty clear to me that hallmark paid a decent amount of money to get the license from the nhl to use the, the new york the Rangers whole logo. time the whole time look me in the eyes find me an nhl player that on their day off in public wears their own team's merchandise it's it's that bit from hercules where hades is talking to the little minions pain and panic and he's like you're wearing his merchandise <laughs> <laughs> this man is wearing his own merch out in public all the time. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So that was one of my notes. I said, always wears Rangers gear. That's a red flag. There is not, like you said, mm-hmm. both of us have worked in sports. They don't wear their gear outside of the rink, outside of um, practice. They don't. Okay. So well, like maybe you do, but not all the time. Not all the time. Like Ryan did everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's red flag number one. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So here we go. So we start off the movie. Um, what if we just did a two hours on this? <laughs> and we just we just long. word for word, we're table reading the Hallmark yeah, movie the whole good. time. Yeah. There's um one of my favorite podcasts um recently that I've been listening to a lot because they do a lot of recaps on shows I watch. Is it's called House of R. Okay. Rare. And they do just that. Um, they deep dive episode every episode of like big pop culture shows and so like um for example um the ahsoka just came uh just finished up on disney plus yep (laughs) they're they're ahsoka deep dive episodes for a 45 to an hour minute hour television show their podcast would go for two and a half hours just talking about one episode of television so that's what we should do here we should do three hours Three hours of the Hallmark original movie taking a shot at love. Yes. Okay. So Horrifying. again, we have not. This is great. 
Okay, so taking taking a shot at love notes. That's the that's how I started because because I need to tell myself what I'm what my notes are for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's important. Goldfish brain. Mm-hmm. So uh, the movie starts out uh, with uh, Jenna. She is at her house and she is making coffee. And um, Jenna's house is a Nescafe ad. Let's let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's just start with that off the bat. This, this woman. True. It is a it, this we I guess we could go back on this for the Christmas thing, but this lady's house is holiday decorated like a pottery barn. Um, it is <laughs> there is not an ounce of color in this woman's house. It is all <laughs> blue, gray, white, um, interior decorated, and she's got all this stuff on the counter, and she's like pouring coffee out of a French press, and there's nothing else to go with the French press. The coffee is pre-made. She's pouring black coffee straight into a mug, and then pretending like she likes it. I'm like how many how many takes of this did we have to do to rem- we just ripped this from from a Nescafe advertisement and put it in a movie because we did not shoot those things. Separately. Yeah, skipping skipping ahead. I was going to go in order, but I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up. Um, I I did two things here. I said the way she was making her coffee, red flag, mm-hmm. red flag. Nobody is that mm-hmm. obsessive about coffee unless you're like in the business. Sure. Um, number two, um, no cream in coffee for Coop. Yeah, that's also no, a red bla- flag. Black coffee. I thought you were going to go a different direction with this because I, I think you have notes about about her too. But um, her best friend that like walks in and says like your whole life is a coffee advertisement was like <laughs> it was being very self aware and like I have to give it some props for the dialogue there because there were bits of the dialogue where I was like that's actually like kind of clever like it's not taking itself too seriously and like I do have some notes about really the bestie. Good. That was a really good point for the whole movie. She was great. The, be- the bestie. Her name is Erin. She's great. She was one of my favorite characters. Like I, this is everybody needs a bestie slash neighbor like Aaron. She is like the entire time very um, supportive and and is plays the um, the setup uh, uh, the wing, wing woman wing, the wing yeah. Woman. yeah yep yes plays the wingman perfectly. So that's my first note of the entire episode. Um, is she baked her bestie treats? That is a green flag. Green flag. Green flag. One of the first shots we see is like her like giving a basket of I don't even know what they were, cookies, something to Yeah, they were like, I don't know, pastries or something. Pre-baked yeah. again, pottery barn. Yes. <laughs> Green flag. Uh, next scene, we cut to practice. Coop's practicing, goes to talk to Coach. Um, Coach apparently does not know Coop's nickname because he has to correct Coach to call him Coop, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of us are on hockey for a while. Everybody, nobody refers to anybody by their first name. No. Everything's nicknames. It well, in 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 the sports world, it's like that too. Like we we have people, but I'm like, I honestly forgot what your legal first name was because I have never <laughs> I've never called you by it. And I was like, you're like startled to find out that information. I'm gonna I'm gonna red flag this too because I don't know if you did it, but in our first shot of Coop, he has that white sticker on the front of his helmet, which like. I'm fairly certain it's just because they have to cover the the equipment brand because they like didn't pay the licensing fee for it. But it makes it look like every seven year old at like learn to play hockey when they put their name on the front of their helmet. I'm like, we're supposed to be the New York the New York Rangers, and you're immediately taking me out of it here with like the the white sticker on the front of the helmet. Like make it blue, make it black, make it less visible. Don't have learn to play hockey on the front of Coop's helmet. 
<laughs> I didn't notice that. I'm glad you brought that up. Because they then they don't do it for the at least not that I noticed for like the stuff where he's he's practicing with the minor league team, which like comes later. But like very first introduction, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I, like, I, and I also just I feel for the production guy that had to like oversee the budget and look at this and is like why are we spending so much damn money on pro stock hockey equipment from the New York Rangers for this production? <laughs> it's like, what is this line item? <laughs> anyway, somebody had to approve that. It was, yeah, rough. Uh, another red flag during that same conversation in Coop. So backtrack. This movie takes place after the new year because the kids are still on holiday break. So this okay. takes place in January-ish. It's still the winter time. For those of you that don't know the NHL schedule, NHL schedule goes from about October until June. Stanley depends Cup on, playoffs. Depends on how well your team does, but yeah. Yes. Stanley Cup playoffs generally May, June. Mm. Okay. Uh, piece of dialogue in the very first scene we see Cooper in, he's asking to be ready for the next round of the playoffs. I didn't, no. yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That's <laughs> no. good. No, that's very good. Red, red, red. And whoever wrote this movie clearly has no, was not a hockey fan. Like what's a, a hockey fan? What's because it did not know the schedule. This comes back a little bit later on too. And like the very, very end of the movie. I'll I will say though, bit. I will say it, it was very aware of its own limitations in that way. Like they didn't spend a lot of time on the hockey part other than the fact that that was like, that's apparently the only thing that lives in this guy's brain. Um, he's a he's a very one dimensional character in that way. But um, they didn't focus too much on that. They didn't focus too much on like the the intricacies of like the ballet part. They didn't focus too much on his injury, which like I appreciate because I was all ready to poke holes in that thing. I was like, Let's I was go wondering. I was wondering about that because uh, Coop has a high ankle sprain. He does, and he and he tells Jenna she should like consider pivoting her career to athletic training. And I was like, no, that means she has to go back to school, honey. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you said was. that because I wrote that down. I mm -hmm. wrote that exact thing down. I said, I said, Jenna, the AT question mark. <laughs> yeah, but like to their credit, they they did a pretty good job of staying away from the specifics, which I feel like could have taken away from it a lot more for all of the different realms that we dabble in. And like probably also for people that are into ballet that were like all ready to poke holes in this movie for, for a different reason. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else. Let's keep going down my list here. Okay. So did that one. Did that one. Oh, here we go. Um, one of my favorite scenes. I referenced this in a text to you this morning, uh, which is, <laughs> First, he does his first class, does terribly. Next morning, he acts like he was just in a fight with, in a, like a mixed martial arts fight, and could barely yeah. walk. No, he's he's been shot. <laughs> he's been shot, stabbed, handcuffed, dumped in the river, fished back out, made to fight for his life. Like he acts like somebody, like propped him up on a on a pitchfork and left him there to sit overnight. He's like walking around and like making all these noises, like limping the whole time. <laughs> like man's pain tolerance is zero. 
It's, it's zero. Like you ask him to rate it on a scale of zero to 10. He like stubs his toe. He's like 10, cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> my, my specific note here was pro hockey player that doesn't stretch red flag. <laughs> also true. Also very, very true. Please stretch. Jenna even mentions multiple times. Minor even if you're a minor athlete, even if you're, if you're a gym, if you're a weekend warrior, please stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So there's that one. Um, Side note, as diverting from my notes, I I kept I was wondering what your thought about this is. I kept trying to figure out how long he's been in the NHL for, how old he is, because they seemingly nod to the fact that he's a veteran guy. He's been around for a while. He is a very popular player in New York, and I could not figure out for the life of me how long he's been in the league which no leads I, me to another- I don't think they i don't think they mention it but like <laughs> you said like they show all these scenes of like people recognizing him in public and being like you're ryan cooper and like you know whatever but i don't know they don't they don't talk about it and i think like his agent is talking to him or something and like very just vaguely is like well you, you know you got a lot of years left like how how old is this guy <laughs> we'll never know he's he's benjamin buttoning i guess Benjamin buttoning. Cause that's my, one of my big takeaways. I think I said this to you as well. Like this guy does not act for one second, like a professional athlete. No, there's nothing about him that I would ever believe that that guy is a professional athlete. He, he looks like he's athletic, but outside of that, no, this guy does not act one bit like any professional athlete I've ever ran into. I've covered, NHL on and off for several years. No, nothing about this guy is a professional athlete. That's yeah, that's so fair. He he carries himself like a like an actor playing a hockey player and not somebody who actually has professional sports experience. I'm not I'm, I'm trying not to like you know, throw strays at this guy. Like maybe he does have professional sports experience, who knows, but and like clearly the extras or at least some of the other actors like have some hockey experience like they show some shots of them like on the ice and you're like okay you do kind of know what's happening here like it that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't like a and you know maybe that was just a casting call and they were like people in in the filming area who have hockey experience we need you as an extra or something like that but either way like there's there's at least a little bit of knowledge there i can't i can't fully like deflate that balloon because i that, that was one of my notes this man is not a pro hockey player red flag yeah. um he is but, like oh here's here's my thing though this yes. was this was what flagged me was um his stick that he carries around he, he carries around one the same stick the entire movie um two it doesn't look like it's been taped in 90 years <laughs> um and the way that he holds it there's like a scene of him like where he's like trying to like juggle the puck outside i'm like no he would <laughs> you'd physically never be able to succeed with the grip that you have on that right now. Like that's, (laughs) are you, are you okay? Like somebody, somebody got that stick out of a production manager's garage and just like threw it on set and was like, here you go. Good luck. (laughs) Again, I did not, I did not notice that. I, I just picked up on the way he carried himself the entire movie, which is like, he's like, would be like the nicest professional athlete in the history of mankind. I think like no bad words to say about Coop. Seems like a 
very very nice man jenna, very, very, very upstanding citizen yeah jenna's jenna nailed it she's lucky um mm-hmm. to have found uh ryan cooper very uh, upstanding citizen so let's go uh let's see yeah been going for a while but i'm gonna keep going here because it's too keep good going. i, have, I wrote these extensive notes i'm going to keep i'm going to go i'm gonna stop uh, let's see. you no i won't um Jenna dated her boss when she was uh, in the ballet. That's a big red flag, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carol from HR has some stuff to say about that. <laughs> what is the what is uh, from It's Always Sunny? It's um, they're trying to find Pepe Sylvia and he doesn't exist. And they're like, well, Carol from HR, and he like goes and tries to find Carol from HR's office, and that doesn't exist either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, drunk food cabinet, red flag. Nobody who lives by themselves, as Jenna does, has that much junk food in their cabinets. I'm gonna respectfully disagree with that point because I know what's in my own cabinet, but <laughs> I will. Say, <laughs> but I will say that nobody has their junk food in airtight containers like pampered chef tupperware like airtight mm-hmm. sealed containers nobody's taking the doritos out of the bag and putting them in a separate container and then sealing it and being like i'll eat those later Red no flag. you're not girl no you're not just just if you're gonna eat the takis just full hand them out of the bag and accept defeat and you should find breadcrumbs all over your house and that's how you know you did it right like eat pizza out of the box on your floor like a New York City garbage rat, like the rest of us. <laughs> There's no shame in it. Just do it. Nope, not at all. All right, a couple more things. So uh, we get to the uh, end of the movie. Uh, Ryan is back healthy, allegedly. Uh, he practices with the AHL team during the playoffs. Red flag. Red flag. Are you even allowed to make that roster move? No, you can't. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute. In the NHL, y- rehab doesn't exist. This isn't Major League Baseball. You just can't. You can't send a guy down for a rehab assignment. But you can anymore. put them on long-term IR, like Mark Stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then circumvent um, the cap. <laughs> mm-hmm, bringing that back. Still, still bitter about that one, huh? I'm still mad about that one. I'm sorry, and you should be too. Um. So. Clearly, the timeline does not match up here. The facts are awful. Playoffs taking place in January. The Stanley Cup final. Now, I don't know if you caught this. They take a shot, allegedly, outside of Madison Square Garden, and they show the playoff logo. Mm-hmm. Okay? it's Now, this is just the generic playoff logo. Yeah, it's like the like the 2015 Stanley Cup playoffs. 2015. Like which is funny that they couldn't get anything more recent. And I wish I could go back and watch the movie again and had any interest to do so and see if the technology and everything lines up with it being in 2015. Because I never like isn't I, isn't a lot of the merch that he's wearing is like Fanatics branded merch and like that would not have been available yeah. back in 2015. Exactly. I think you're right because mm. it was a different We're poking contract. holes in the continuity here. We found yeah. we found a loophole, folks. And and that bothered me like crazy. I was like, so this movie takes like it, it is very obvious that it says 2015 mm-hmm. playoffs. And I, I I I maybe I will. I don't know if I'm bored and go back and watch it and like poke holes in like the watch, timeline. Watch here. the version where it zooms in intermittently <laughs> <laughs> and tell me what you get from that. Oh boy. 
Anyway, so <laughs> my favorite part is it just shows the generic playoffs. Now, the two teams allegedly playing in the playoffs, do you remember who they were playing? It was the Rangers and the Canucks. Rangers and the Canucks, exactly. Mm, yeah. Which can only happen in the Stanley Cup final because both of those teams are from opposite conferences. Mm-hmm. I will, unless this happened in the bubble, uh, in which case you could have the same conference, right? Because the 2015 the bubble. bubble, of course. Exactly. As we all know. Yeah. So I have multiple questions about this. Like, I don't know why they just did it because the Rangers were in the Stanley Cup final in 2014 mm-hmm. against they the Kings. Were. They were. Why didn't they just make it that and make it Rangers Kings? Maybe the Kings didn't want to sell it anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing about to, this makes sense. We needed sense. to hire a hockey consultant, um, in which we mean us, and yeah. for a for a small small fee of any some money. Yeah, any I, hockey fan would have been able to point this out to them in two seconds. Sure, ask ask the extras that you asked with hockey experience as background actors to just fact check you real quick. So they are alleging that the Stanley Cup final takes place in January because the timeline is essentially seemingly takes place over about a month and their big like dance recital is at the is and the end of the month after is like month long rehab ish and so like nothing about this movie lines up no it's like you said it's we're it's bubble playoffs anyway (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna explain our way out of that and just say that it was it was a bubble final for the what we okay so we just spent 30 minutes dissecting this movie with my very been like, extensive could have been like three hours so i think we did pretty well all things considered um let's give it a rating out of 10 what would you grade taking a shot at love the hallmark movie from i believe it came out in 2021 hmm. out of 10 is an interesting question i'm gonna go out of five like how they usually rate movies and i would put it like a like a two and a half, maybe borderline of a three, because like some of it was kind of enjoyable. Some of it was really, the dialogue was really kind of garbage. Uh, but some of it, some of it was fine. It was, I think it was a perfectly enjoyable way to spend 90 minutes. Um, even as a hockey fan who went in with expectations to like sever the whole thing. Uh, so I think it was fine. I'll go, I'll go two and a half. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go three out of five. I'll, okay, I'll say two and a half, but potential to go to a three if you watch the version that zooms in and out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you put like a, people do that with like Twilight and you put like a mustache on the screen and whenever it like lines up, it's like mm-hmm. a drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you could do that. That that would make it an enjoyable three, possible to possibility to go to a three and a half maybe. So I, 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 three out of five, it was perfectly cute, unoffensive movie, other than they got all of the hockey stuff completely wrong. <laughs> sure. But like, the, yeah, they didn't, they didn't take themselves too seriously with that. I kind of want to watch another, because there's another one of these same movies. And there are so many Hallmark movies. We could, we could just do Hallmark movie reviews. <laughs> that would, that would be putting us wanna, into a hole of, the podcast hell that I don't think we can dig ourselves out of. Yeah. I don't want to subject ourselves to that uh, anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's get to it. We wrap up the show every week with our one brain cell award. Jordan gave me a half a one earlier in this episode. I did. 
but hmm. um uh, what uh let's see who, who uh i think you went first in the last one i think i did it doesn't episode. it doesn't really matter you go so i'll go i'll go first this time yeah all right so this um also happened to me very recently I feel like this happens to me a lot, and I don't know why. Um, and I hate it. I hate it because I never used to do it, and it makes I me. I don't know where this is going. And I, I get annoyed every single time. It's one of the few things that gets me like super uh, anxious if this particular thing happens, and that is um, losing my wallet. Oh no! Not again. Um. This uh, I feel like happens like more and more often as I get older. Uh, not a good sign, but it, the reason why I'm mentioning this it has a good resolution. I will spoil the ending. I end up finding it, which is why I'm putting it on this list. So I, I, I was leaving for work or something yesterday and I was like, oh crap, I don't have my wallet. I need my wallet so I can buy my dinner. And I, I look everywhere for this damn wallet in the places I would normally put it. Usually what I'll do is I will take the wallet out of my shorts and I will just like put it with my keys inside my hat. And that's where it goes all the time. Okay. Did not do that this time. This time it was in my backpack, which I have right here. This is where I put all my gear for uh, radio stuff. Okay. But here's the problem, which made me feel really stupid. I looked in that damn backpack before. I was like, "Where? it's not in the backpack. Where the hell is it? And I looked everywhere else. And I looked on this desk. I looked on my uh, TV stand. I looked out in my car. I was like, oh, crap. Did I leave it somewhere? Did I leave it at the radio station? Et cetera, et cetera. I was like, I'm going to go and look in my bag one more time just for my own sanity. And I'll be damned if it wasn't in that damn backpack that I already looked in 15 minutes prior. It was just in a different part of the backpack that I could not see from the outside, like when I shook it. See, that's what I like to call the mom effect. This ever happened to you when you were a kid? You were like, I can't find like insert item here. Mm -hmm. Like, mom, I lost this thing and I can't find it. And she walks into the room and checks a place that you know that you just looked and it appears there like yes. magic. Yep. Okay. That's, yeah, that's the mom effect. So that happens. I'm with you there. That's happened to me. Um, and you were like, this is a thing that happens as you get older. Um, so now I have that to look forward to. But also, it's not a problem until you leave your keys in the freezer and then you put like the ice cube tray in your pocket and you leave the house with it. And then that's concerning. It's like, <laughs> we're not quite there yet. It's like once you once you start putting them in really weird places, then you're like, hmm, medical concern. But um, <laughs> not quite there yet. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Um, oh. Okay, my one this week, this is, okay, part of it is my one brain cell, but part of it is someone else's one brain cell, and I'm I'm angry about it, and I don't think I told you about this. Um, I, like, this week, we get, like, a, we get an hour and a half for lunch uh, where I work, and uh, so I, I ordered uh, lunch to go, and I was going to go pick it up, and there's just a general absence of parking 
in the downtown area where like a lot of the the pickup stuff is because it's you know it's a college town it's like really populated and there's a lot of cars and a lot of people so it's sometimes kind of hard to find parking and i went to the place that's like closest i ordered from canes ordered from raising canes um shout out canes uh and i went and i ordered pickup and i went to park in the closest parking lot to canes and the parking lot was full and I wasn't about to like illegally park or something. I was like, that's that's just asking for it. And I like thought to myself, I was like, I'm not gonna legally park because like that's gonna that's gonna get me in trouble. Um, so I just kept driving and I went, you know, up the street, like maybe another 500 feet to this this parking complex. And it's for a shopping center that Keynes is not in. But I was like, I'm gonna be here like a maximum of five minutes, like long enough to just walk down the hill, get my to-go order that's already ready. Like I just have to pick it up off the shelf and walk back. It's like this is gonna be fine. So I park there, walk down, get my order. It's 10 minutes max, like maybe not even. Come back with my to-go order and someone has put a bright green like tow-away warning sticker on my back windshield in the middle of my back windshield. And it is a, this is the part that really had me heated. It's a paper sticker. So when you go and try and peel it off, it doesn't come off and it comes off in little baby pieces and leaves all the white stuff behind, right? This is in the middle of my back windshield, which is like probably a safety hazard. And worse than that, it's just flagging to everybody when you drive down the street that's like, hey, I was stupid and parked somewhere that I shouldn't have for like, you know, a longer period of time than I should have. And I was like, this is dumb. Uh, And I got it while while parked in front of a, a specific establishment, which I will not name, but I need those people to know if you're if you're watching and you're listening to this, I'm in your walls. I'm in your walls. I'm under your bed. <laughs> and when you go to sleep tonight, and when you, you get up to go to the bathroom in, in the middle of the night, I'm going to jump out and I'm going to gnaw your ankles. Just know that. So it's it's partly my one brain cell, but it's their one brain cell too, because there wasn't really a need for it. It's not like I parked there for an extended period of time overnight. I wasn't in a fire lane. And it's like one of those that has a little space where like you can write like what you did. At least just check a box and tell me what I did wrong. Like that's that's fine. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to fist fight you. I thought about it. But <laughs> I am I'm more angry than not because it felt like a completely valid reason. And I wasn't even parked in a space that said like for this store only, for this shopping space only. I checked before I parked. And like I told you, I moved from that other parking spot. So I was like, I don't want to be stupid and get a ticket mm-hmm. for this. And for my efforts, I was rewarded with having to scrape the paper bit of the sticker off my back windshield with a knife in in the blistering cold. Oh, because no. that, was the only, that was the only thing I had. It was freezing cold here. It was like, you know, 35 and like dark at night by the time I got done with work. And I was out there like swearing to myself as I like try and scrape the whole paper sticker off the back of my windshield. Um, but I did work smarter, not harder. And if that ever happens to you, ladies and gentlemen, use a little bit of rubbing alcohol to like break down the adhesive and then get some hot water. You can kind of just like scrub it off. Um, but people will know that you're stupid for the whole time that that green sticker is on there. So I have so many questions. Like, why not just put like a little note on the like and every time I parked elsewhere where I wasn't supposed to park or got a ticket, it was just like a little note in your uh like where your windshield wipers are and say mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be here. Oh, your your questions are my questions, my friend. I have no answers for you. That's Ridiculous. that's the worst part of this whole story is that I have no answers. I have more questions than answers. And I'll never know. But I'm I'm not parking there again, so I guess mission accomplished. Did you get all of the crap off of the windshield or is it like one of those I did. 
projects that you're going to be doing over the next couple weeks. I was not willing to drive around any longer with that thing on the back there and just like signal to everybody that I was an idiot for a minute. (laughs) Public perception. I will will, um, confess that I'm lazy. I have the propensity to be lazy if I don't want to do something uh, for labor intensive, labor intensive tasks. If that happened to me, uh, I would just like leave it there. Like, all right, cool. I don't care. Move on. <laughs> I don't have 20 minutes of my life to do this. Yeah, no, that, I think that's just, that's the human condition. You're like, mm, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> I probably just sort of like torn off the wood I could and just left everything else on there as long as I could see. We're good. I should have just, I should have Uno reversed it is what I should have done and just like put another sticker on top that was like, uh, my sticker's better than yours. I've been like, well, <laughs> that defeats the purpose now because my sticker's on top of this sticker. So like, right. whatever. Warning. Who's warning who now? <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> like, but I still don't know who it was. And so like, I can't go get mad at a specific establishment necessarily. But right. I'm like, no, nah, I'm meet me in the parking lot after hours just to talk. But like, just to talk, It'd be fine. <laughs> making thinly right. veiled threats on the podcast that's probably a good place to end <laughs> i think i think so too yeah. uh once again for the second consecutive episode we went over time ladies and gentlemen this is this is gonna be a recurring thing can I already see it happening we are never ever getting out in exactly an hour we i spent way too much time on my notes that was the problem <laughs> <laughs> like ever <laughs> Go ahead. Do you, are you doing the outro? Or am I doing the outro? Um, I did it on the last show. So you did uh, last All right. Yeah, one of my uh, I will. I'm I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna teach you how to outro a show. I your okay. I your Twitch streams were great and you had the the good sign off every time, but we need to nail it down. Okay. Oh, this is the part where I go for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. um. <laughs> Awesome. Already blowing it. Uh, yeah, for my co-host, Richie, uh, and myself, Jordan, uh, you can follow us at our handles and at our uh, social handle, OHOBCpod, on pretty much anything that you get your uh, anywhere you consume your podcast and social media material. Uh, we have been roughly one hour, one brain cell. Um, good night and good holidays, officially. <laughs>